Good morning and welcome back to Margin. This morning we're going to talk about financial minimalism or minimalist finances. So let's jump right into it. Welcome to the Millennial Margin Podcast. I created this personal finance resource out of necessity as I've watched countless people schedule away, mortgage up, and max out their lives. Margin is simply the antithesis, providing leeway in an increasingly marginless culture. If you want to build margin into your personal finances on a daily basis, this is the podcast for you. So if you already subscribe to the minimalist lifestyle, you may think that you're already uh, living with a a level of intentionality around your personal finances because of the lifestyle that you are leading through the minimalist movement. But that may not be the case because of the definitions of the two and the differentiation between the two uh, lifestyles. So the financial minimalism uh, phrase was coined based on the minimalist movement and that movement and the financial minimalism doesn't necessarily align from having the same approach. Now, this approach can be very different based on which school of thought that you follow. Now, when you're looking at the financial minimalism mindset, you're looking at how you spend uh, each dollar, each penny that you spend based on how you can spend that in the most frugal way to be able to enjoy it the most. And so therefore, when you are looking at that specific approach, that specific approach looks different from a minimalist approach of looking at the lifestyle you ideally want to live and then backing that out based on the financial components. And so one really looks at the financial components first carried out and the other one looks at the lifestyle first backed in. And so those are the two components that you I want to look at is the comparison between the two uh, based on those who are in the minimalist uh, camp and those who are not. So although there's a subtle switch between the two approaches, there's also extreme uh, measures you can take with both. So we've seen that from a standpoint of focusing on your finances first on money first and then uh, being Uh, being so focused on that, that you are incessant when it comes to couponing. Uh, We've also seen uh, people who have taken approaches where they have taken extreme measures in order to make their own products or to, uh, or to take an approach where they are, uh, where, where they are, are not spending any money if at all possible. And therefore they are focused more on the money uh, component of it than the lifestyle they want to lead. So that said, Joshua Milburn, who uh, is the co-author of The Minimalist, uh, the book that I referred to uh, previously, stated uh, in an article called Minimalist Finances and Budgeting that minimalists aren't allergic to money. Money just isn't the primary focus of my life. And so he's referring to himself in particular uh, but this is basically showing the beginning stages of the differentiation between uh, having the money be the focus first and carried out from that point versus the lifestyle first and backed out. So he's referring to the lifestyle first and backed out to the finances. He goes on to say that, as you can imagine, I like to keep it simple. So let's look at it in a way that will apply to anyone. 
Regardless of your income, you must spend less than you take in. Otherwise, the math does not work and you will go into debt if you spend more than you make. So he goes on to say, one principle I live by is questioning all my purchases. It takes time to earn money and my time is my freedom. So by giving up my money, I'm giving up small pieces of my freedom. Before I make a purchase, even for a cup of coffee, I say to myself, is this cup of coffee worth $2 of my freedom? This has significantly changed my mindset. So in an article by Jennifer Chan called On Minimalism and Personal Finance, she had a helpful approach to linking minimalism to how we handle money. So she basically said that no matter your income though, minimalism can help you allocate your money in a way that best aligns with your values. That's because at its essence, Minimalism is an ongoing practice of reevaluating what you need and out of all the things that bring you joy, what makes you really want. Instead of viewing the practice of living with less as some cruel sacrifice, consider it a practice of trade-offs. So she goes on to say, it might be helpful to share how my system operates. At its essence, it involves three distinct components. The first one is a budget. The second one is an expense tracker. And the third one has to do with automatic transfers. She goes on and says that the process is cyclical. It starts with the budget, which outlines how much you can spend on various purchases. And over the course of the month, I track all the items I purchase. On the day that I get paid, whatever amount the needs to get allocated to savings gets automatically withdrawn from my checking account and is deposited to the appropriate savings account. At the end of the month, I review my expense tracker to inform next month's budget. As a result, my savings are guaranteed. I don't wait until the end of the month to see how much I have left over to put towards my various savings goals. Instead, they get deducted from my account immediately. So I felt like that was a helpful resource from a simplistic standpoint of a minimalist budget and a minimalist approach to finances. So another resource I found to be beneficial was by Miriam Caldwell. And the article was called The Eight Ways Minimalism Can Help Your Finances. The first component looked at how it allows you to prioritize your spending. The second component looks at how it limits the need for you to buy things. The third component is the need for less room, whether you own your home or whether you rent a place, uh, you are then able to have a smaller footprint. Beyond that, it gives you the focus when it comes to your financial goals and your budget. The next aspect looks at your focus on getting out of debt and living debt-free. The next component looks at your ability to consider selling items as you free yourself of them. And then number seven looks at your ability to have help in order to find ways to simplify your finances. And the last, the eighth component looks at making giving easier. So in tomorrow's episode, we're going to look at these approaches to minimalism. 
when it comes to personal finance versus financial minimalism. So my call to action today comes down to taking some of these steps and these uh, components in order to apply them to your personal finances, whether you adhere to a minimalist approach to your finances or not. Thank you for your time. Enjoy your day. We'll see you back here tomorrow. If this information is helpful to you, please do follow, visit millenniummargin.com or connect with me on Margin's social platforms.